Welcome to the Food Peace Please podcast, co-hosted by Serena Marie, RD, creator of Food Freedom Fit Fam, and Susan Ports, RD, creator of Fertility Nutrition Academy. Our joint mission is to empower women to embrace food freedom. We want women to realize there's more to life than changing your body and counting your calories, macros, or points. While we are medical professionals, this podcast is informational only and not meant as a substitute for individual medical advice. Now, let's get this party started. Hey, 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 welcome back. We are so excited because we are bringing you another unscripted episode with Susan and Serena. And this particular unscripted episode, we are going to be chatting about burnout and more specifically, like our experience with burnout. And I think this is completely unscripted. So I'm sure there's going to be some super juicy things. If you've been just like, honestly feeling kind of like low energy, not a lot of creativity, maybe you're tired a lot and just feel like, oh, I just don't want to do the things. Then this episode is for you because we're going to chat about our experience with it and tell you how probably we get better at getting through it. Yeah, I and literally we we have nothing planned here. So um I I kind of like I don't know, I'm just gonna like dive into my my feelings lately. So I have been feeling like I'm waking up some days, I feel really low energy and like just kind of like uninspired. And that's kind of like weird for me because I'm literally like living my life's dream and like my life's purpose of like helping people with like food and running and body image. And that's kind of like led to me feeling like a lot of guilt um, about how I've been feeling, um, which I think really when I like kind of take a step back, I'm like, you know, it's, it's very human to kind of be struggling with feeling like burnt out and um, just like all the feelings of like, this is too much. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly feel like kind of overwhelmed, like even just trying to like talk about it right now. But like, where would you say you're at with like your burnout journey, <laughs> Susan? <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to describe it, burnout journey. Because, okay, here's the thing. Like, I feel like our culture sets us up to be burnt out. Like, the expectations and the pressure of like society. So like there's like these expectations, you know, that we like do all of the things. So like, you know, work a full-time job, be a wife. And then in my case, like do fertility treatments, like all this, like, and be social and like see your friends. <laughs> like, like we're literally, we've like society set us up for these expectations to be like super, super high. And it's just like, I mean, maybe for some people it works, but for me, it just, it doesn't work. And I think it's a lot of pressure. Actually, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about being an entrepreneur and like how amazing it is. Like, yeah, it's super amazing. But like, also I feel like the part that's like really not talked about is the pressure that comes with that because the thing about being an entrepreneur is like you are responsible for everything. And like, even though like you might have like people on your team, you know, you might have like a VA or whatever that's like helping you with stuff like you are it like and you are the one that's like responsible for your income. It's not the same as like going to a job and getting a paycheck. And so like there is a lot of pressure associated with that. And 
we do have to be like creative. So I, I think being an entrepreneur just like sets you up for like this very special experience where it's like, you really do have to learn how to take care of yourself almost better than like, I, this is going to sound weird, but like almost better than like when you do have just like a job where like, um, like, and it does depend on the type of job that you have, right? Like some people like absolutely, but I think you just have to learn how to take care of yourself across the board. So my experience with burnout is I didn't know that I was burned out until last fall. I'll, I'll go into more detail. Uh, but basically what happened was I, that was like after like our first cycle of IVF, we did two embryo transfers, both failed. I was sick for six weeks. I got pneumonia after that. Um, and then I started a life coaching program, um, for fertility. And like, I had a one-on-one call with her And like, I was like, I just don't understand. Like, I just don't feel like doing anything. I just like don't have the creativity. I like, yeah. And I was like talking about like, uh, like just like in my business, like feeling like really like blah and all this stuff. And she was like, dude, I think you're burned out. Like, look at all the stuff that you've been doing. And I was like, whoa, like you're right. And, you know, she was like, you know, from there, it's like we talked about like, like, how would it feel to just do what you have energy for every day? I'm like, if that was the case, I'd probably just lay on the couch, which is what I ended up doing for a few like days for a while because I was so like just exhausted. And I, and I, and the thing that I really want to like talk about is like, so I, for me, when I'm feeling burnt out, like the solution is like rest and like taking care of myself. But like, that is not normalized in society. Like, we are not led to believe that like rest is a good thing. Like we're led to believe that like you're lazy if you're resting, right? And like there's something wrong with you. And so it is hard to like just really go against the grain and like acknowledge that like you need some rest. Yeah. And I I think that has to do with like growing up in a capitalistic society where like you're income and money and your worth, it's all tied together and it's related to productivity. And even though we all know like the hardest working people in the world aren't always necessarily the richest people in the world. So it's kind of doesn't actually make sense logically. Like I think it's just kind of like a deep embedded like core belief um, that a lot of American women struggle with. Um, But I kind of realized like, you know, I think most people are familiar with the term burnout, but I just kind of wanted to like almost define it in case this is something where you're like, what are Serena and Susan talking about it? Um, So I just looked at like the Cleveland Clinic website and according to like um, the um, definition, it's physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion accompanied by decreased motivation, lower performance, and negative attitudes towards oneself and others. And when I just read that definition, I was it almost like was affirming where it's like, oh, wait, like I'm not making this up. And again, that goes exactly to what Susan just said. It's like instead of me like acknowledging that maybe I do struggle with burnout, I just feel lazy. And that is like a mm-hmm. huge core belief that I am con- I'm in constant like repair with of like you're not lazy because sometimes you want to just lay on the couch. Like you're not lazy because sometimes you'd rather just read a book than – you know, do work or whatever. And, you know, I, I think I, I almost feel like part of 
healing from burnout, whether you are in a position where you can just lay on the couch or if you have like a young baby where like, you know, maybe that's not as easy for you or a crazy job or maybe, you know, we realize everyone's in different situations. But I think one of the keys to healing from burnout is like acknowledging that it's real and acknowledging that being burnt out doesn't mean you're lazy or there's something wrong with you. Like, we're not robots. Um, we're humans. We're animals. And so it makes sense that, you know, if your brain is constantly go, 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 you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to be better. You should have done this better. Constantly criticizing yourself, constantly making a to-do list. Like even if you're sitting on the couch watching TV while this brain is just chattering, 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 like that's exhausting. And that's really hard to contend with. So like, I don't even know if I'm really like talking about my own burnout right now. I'm more so just talking about like my relationship with my burnout and like how like I struggle like big time with like giving myself permission to rest and like like Susan just hit the nail on the head. Like I'm constantly like this isn't real. Like I'm just lazy and that's not really fair, especially after I read this. (laughs) I just literally Googled the definition from Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, no, that I'm so glad that you did that because that was like so that was really helpful. And I think I'm hoping that that was like kind of eye opening for some people to like realize like what that because I think so, like I said, I didn't realize that I was burned out till last fall. And then I think since then, I've kind of gone in like ebb and flows, like, right, like, there is no like perfection to this where it's like, I'm never going to be burnt out again. No, like you probably are going to be burnt out again. Um, it's just knowing how to deal with it. And I think, I mean, I'm definitely kind of a little bit in a burnout, I would say right now, just from our, just from like our IVF cycles. And then I created my course and I like released that. And like, I had a super creative like month in like July. And like, it's funny because it's now October, but I'm still feeling like that. It's like almost like this like weird hangover. And Here's the thing that like I found like super interesting. So I was listening to a coaching call from my coach, um, Simone Soul. If you're not familiar with her, look her up. She's amazing. Um, and she was like coaching someone that was like talking about like burnout and resting. And she was like, you mean, because the person was like, you know, feeling like after a week, they should have felt like better, which is exactly like, I don't even know that I've given myself a week, right? Like, Um, but a week or more is like probably what you really need. And, or like, who knows? Like, I don't think you can even put a timeline on this, but, um, she, and she was like, so you're telling me that after like 30 some years of running, essentially like pushing, 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 like having to do like all the things and like never letting yourself rest that in like one week you're supposed to be recovered. It's literally like diet culture where like you diet your whole life and then you read the intuitive eating book and you're doing it for a week and you're like, why am I still binging? Like, what? And it's like, well, dude, you've been dieting for 30 years. Like you think you're going to undo all those beliefs overnight. And it's so funny how when it comes to dieting, I see that clear as day. But when it comes to burnout, I'm like, what the heck, dude? Like Saturday and Sunday, I chilled on the couch. Like, why aren't I up and at him on Monday? And it's like, well, because this isn't something that's only been going on for a week. Like you've been struggling for years and years and years. It's going to take time. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. This is making me think that um, I haven't read uh, Caroline Duner's new book. Uh, have you heard? Have you read it's, it? It's hilarious. Like ty- uh, tired as fuck, right? Ooh. Yeah. 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 We don't curse on this. Oh, well. I just did. Um, yeah, it's it's so it's so hilarious. It is so funny. I'm a huge fan of her, so I know she's like very. Um, I think like different people have very strong opinions about her, but um, the book is hilarious. Like I have never laughed so hard in my whole life. It's so relatable. It's so funny. But basically, the whole book is just a- the reason I really like the book. Besides how hilarious it is is I love how she sets up a very realistic expectation of what rest looks like. She takes, I think, two years to rest, um, to heal from her burnout, but it's not a two-year vacation in Indonesia. Like, she's still working, she's still living her life, but she's just doing it in a different way. And I, and I wanted to bring this up today where – when we're talking about rest, we can't go back to our black and white thinking where we're going to be saying, oh, you know what? Um, in order to rest, I need to be at a spa. I need to be sleeping in. Like we still have to live our life, right? Amidst like this resting process. So like maybe what that looks like is being really intentional with like taking breaks during the day to walk or to um to meditate. Maybe that looks like going through your calendar and setting boundaries. Like, you know, the 45 minute phone call that always ends up being an hour and a half, like setting the boundary, making it 45 minutes. Like maybe this looks like, you know, setting up time so that your husband takes the baby for 20 minutes so you can, you know, do a Peloton ride. Like, and and so Caroline's book is very like, she's working the two years she's resting, but she's working in a way that's healing and productive for her. Um, and so that was really relatable because I was like, wait, she did all these things during her rest because she's, you know, a working woman and she had to support herself. Um, and it was very inspiring because she like was very productive in her rest, even though she was also like living her life and, and getting things done. And so that I really respected because it made rest seem feasible because I know for a lot of us, like as much as we would love to say, I'm going to take the next year, like backpacking and, you know, across the country, like we can't do that. Like, it's just not realistic. So I'm obsessed with that book. Highly, highly recommend. I haven't read it yet, but now that you're just talking about that, I'm like, "Mm, I need to get that. I put it in my Amazon cart. (laughs) Story of my life. Like how many books do I have in my Amazon cart? I have like like four hundred books in my Amazon cart. It's gotten better since I got a Kindle um, because now I can just like download them like as soon as I'm done with one. Um, But there are certain books where I'm like, I want to read that in real life and like highlight it. So yeah, that's what I struggle with too. Like I buy a lot of like real books just because I like I have a Kindle too, but I just, I don't know. There's something about like reading like the real book and like turning the pages. (laughs) I, totally. I don't know. It was like really relaxing for me. Um, yeah. So I guess my point, yes, I need to read that book because I think that what you're making is like a really good point is like, just because you're resting doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It's just like learning to kind of live more within your boundaries mm-hmm. and like giving yourself that permission to like say no to more stuff and like, don't do things that like you don't want to do. And like, I think this is where I'm at in my, in my burnout journey. So I think for me, 
the burnout was really bad the year of 2020. I was working in a hospital. It was the epicenter. I'm not exaggerating. It was the epicenter in the entire world of COVID cases. And I specialized in ICU nutrition. And I was it was a nightmare. And at the same time, I was running my private practice at night. And I was working insane hours. And I was running myself ragged. And I think I burnt myself out in a way that I think I'm probably still healing. And I think it's hard for me to be like, here I am like two years later still healing. But like, I think, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that. Um, And, you know, it started then. And then when I finally quit my hospital job and just went full-time into my business, I had this fantasy that like everything was going to be perfect and better because I wasn't working in the hospital anymore. And that wasn't the case. Like that's when, like Susan said, like this business is like my baby. Like it is so important to me. And like, you know, Susan and I are both like Enneagram twos, like nurturing people. Like we put our heart and soul into like our work. So like what my clients and their experience is like very important to me. And so um, the the point being is like, there's no one magic pill. It's not like quit the job, burnout goes away. Or like, you know, sign up for this class, burnout goes away. Work with this therapist, burnout goes away. Like, I think I spent the beginning of my journey, like looking for those magic pills, like, oh, work with this therapist or do this thing. And um, I'm learning that it's really about like being conscientious and looking at patterns, right? Like there'll be certain weeks where I'm like, wow, every single day this week I had a really low mood and really bad self-talk. And so like something is awry. Like do I need to change my sleeping pattern? Do I need to um, – Susan and I this morning were talking about taking more magnesium. We're both magnesium like lovers um, for our burnout. Um, do we need to – do I need to just be aware of like what is this thought I'm ruminating on and how do I change it so that it's not – lowering my mood. And so just kind of realizing that it really is a journey, like a healing journey. And it's not going to, it could take the rest of my life, like to really repair all these negative thoughts and beliefs that I've had since childhood, really. Um, And and that's okay. Like I don't have to have like this bleak relationship with burnout just because I know it's going to take a while to heal from it. Yeah, I agree. Like I, and I think like there's going to be like an ebb and flow with it, right? Like seasons, there are seasons of life and there are seasons where, you know, you're going to be kind of like, for lack of a better word, like going balls to the wall and like, it just happens. And maybe you're like, you're not, it's not even intentional. Like, I feel like that's kind of what happened to me over the summer was like, I like I wasn't intentional. It wasn't like I'm gonna do all the things. Like it's just like what happened was like we we're doing IVF, and then like I was like I, I like just like pumping out lots of content and like trying to get people on my you know working on getting like people on my email list and on my wait list for my course and like building my course all at the same time. And then like it was like I released it, and it was like oh my gosh, like and you moved. Oh yeah, we you, like always yes. forget. Like Susan had like this like insane moving story where like they <laughs> moved across the the country and then they like moved to a place that was terrible and they had to buy a different like like oh my god you had a really dramatic like just listening to it I was like you're keeping me up at night like I can't even imagine and then Susan just like completely forgets that that even happened to her so I just want to like remind you girlfriend that was also ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous part of your summer. Well, it was crazy. And like, sorry, Willa is making her podcast debut uh, (laughs) today. 
Um, but it is kind of crazy. And, like, if I really think about, like, all the things that, like, we have done, like, like when I talk to the therapist and stuff, they're like, really, you've done, like, a lot of, like, the most stressful things that you can do. Like, a lot of them over and over again. Like, and yet you, like, wonder why you feel this way. And I think that all just goes back to mindset of like as women, we have like we completely disregard our accomplishments and like all the things we do. And we're just like, why haven't I done more? And why haven't I done it better? Um, and that's all we focus on is like the stuff we haven't done or we haven't done well. And we completely we just like are like, oh yeah, it's normal that I moved and created a course and did IVF. Um, like you're just like, you know what I mean? And it's not like you're consciously doing that. And I do the same thing. I'm not like, I'm in the boat with Susan here, but like, it's just part of it. And I think that's, and I think that's the key to healing burnout is like acknowledging, like, this is why I'm tired. This is why I'm not just lazy. It's because X, Y, Z happened. And I acknowledge that that took a toll on my body. And like, so what are the tiny things I can do or the big things I can do to be kinder to myself right now? Um, basically. Yeah, I I agree. And that's kind of, I guess, like, what I've been doing is just, like, take, like, like, doing stuff. Like, maybe, like, I'll, like, work for an hour and then, like, take a break. Again, like, being an entrepreneur, like, you do have, like, the uh, flexibility to, like, do that because, like, I can work at any time of the day. So I, I can work for a few hours in the morning and then take a break and then, like, work again for a few hours or what, like, or you know, fill things in and, like, go for a walk. Like, if you have the flexibility in your schedule to, like, break things up more and, like, that, like, works better for you, like, I definitely think that's a really great idea. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think if you don't, then look at your lifestyle and just figure out, like, what boundaries you can set, what you can take off your plate or share with a partner or whoever. Um, Or, like, even if you just spend a whole day saying, like, I wish I had this. I need this support system. And even if you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. It's just like my dream situation. Like taking the time to just acknowledge like what is stressing you, what is a burden to you, what is hard for you. And then after you have that list made, then you can go from there and be like talking to your friends about it, DMing me or Susan about it. Like we love, we talk about burnout constantly. Like, you know, but like game planning with people who are going to listen and acknowledge the fact that like, stuff is tricky. Life can be hard and you're not lazy or stupid or whatever because you're feeling that way. So yeah, I think, I think that's like, I think we'll probably have a lot more to say about burnout, but I feel like that's like a good (laughs) sneak peek into our, uh, our burnout story. Yeah, I agree. There's, I feel like we can do like a part two to this. There's always like so much to say. (laughs) about burnout but if this episode resonated with you please shoot us a dm on instagram and let us know and just know that you're not alone yeah bye guys thank you for joining us if you're a female athlete looking to heal your relationship with your body head to serenamarierd.com to download my free runner's guide to better body image And if you're trying to conceive, head over to freedom.fertility on Instagram to grab your free starter guide for food freedom, fertility, nutrition.